0: Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Pete.
1: And my name is Diane.
0: And we are back for another fun-filled show.
1: We are. And I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Happy anniversary to
0: us. (laughs) Not just an anniversary, though. The fun thing we like to do. And yeah, we wouldn't have done this in the podcast yet. Mentioned it yet, because I believe we started in March last year. So we're Mm. coming close to that anniversary as well, but... Uh, we are celebrating our wedding anniversary, yes. our anniversary week.
1: Four years.
0: <laughs> Four years.
1: <laughs> Four years. You were supposed to come in with like, yes, isn't yeah. that amazing?
0: Yes, it's amazing. It's absolutely wonderful.
1: It awkward silence.
0: It did. Well, because it kind of sounded upset. Um, but we can review that later and I'll see if I was right or not. Um, yeah. No, it's wonderful. I, I love it. Four years already. It's pretty awesome. Um, I feel like I've known you forever, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, four years mm-hmm. is only half of the story, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we more like? I've known you for like nine
1: years, nine almost ten? Nine years, yeah.
0: Yeah. So anniversaries are fun. And uh, yeah, one of the things we like to do is have an anniversary week. And maybe we did talk about this last podcast.
1: Maybe uh, it's come up in activities that we have participated yeah. in.
0: Yeah, so those celebrations have already begun. Our uh, official anniversary was last Thursday, right? hmm Yeah, so we did quite a few things this week, actually, for yes. our anniversary.
1: So by anniversary week, you mean we celebrate for the whole week or two. Not just on the three. actual day.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Uh, so we pack it with as many activities as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this time around, we actually were invited over to dinner. Yes. And the invitation happened to coincide with the day of our anniversary, and we thought that would be a cool way to spend it. Yeah. So we had a really delicious home-cooked meal.
0: And really, really home-cooked. We're talking about homemade pasta. Like, yes. I saw him make uh, like the, the flat Piece of it, like yes. a big piece of bread, and stick it through a grinder to chop it into little pieces. Yep. And I was like, that's pretty official.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Homemade pasta, homemade meatballs, and sauce. Yeah. Um, salad. And I had the dessert. I don't think you had. I had a scoop. A, I had scoop, a scoop of, of it. it. I'd um, give it a go. Kind of a chocolate cream dessert. Uh, and yeah.
0: So much wine.
1: And lots of wine. <laughs> so we had a great time.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed that, actually. It's always nice to also get uh, perspective, I guess. We were hanging out with another couple. Um, They're engaged. They're not married yet, but uh, they've been together for a while, I assume. Mm -hmm. It seemed like it. Um, And done, you know, long distance for short periods of time, like we Mm -hmm. did as well. And they're living in an apartment in Toronto. So it's always neat to see people doing that, you know? Not, Not being so... I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like they're not like spending a lot of money. You know, they're kind of living within their means and seem happy about it. You know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But that was a nice perspective.
1: It's nice to see how people use the space that they have too. Yeah, you can get some good creative ideas on how to use shelving and tables and.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that like was that. kind of the funny thing. They pulled out the like office desk and that got turned into a dining room table for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had some chairs and storage.
1: Yes, I love when people. I guess it's just nice when you have similar living situations. So we have room for a dining room table and yeah, a desk, are. separate. Yeah. However, we only have four chairs. So if we're going to have, you know, some family over, which is a large family mm-hmm. or more than four people, then people have to bring their own chairs. Likewise, when we went over to our friends for dinner we had to go get the chairs from the storage area yeah and you know people can be all like oh i'm sorry we have to go get the furniture and it's like dude this is yeah this is life in living in small spaces
0: yeah i guess so maybe maybe most guests are not like us but we have maybe. a very relaxed whatever attitude i know there was a, a portion of the evening i was sitting on a, i don't know if it was a side table or a foot
1: like an stool, ottoman?
0: ottoman or something and and they were just very concerned that that wasn't comfortable enough for me and i was just fine with it so <laughs> i mean we're not we're not the kind that'll be like this is this is no good mm-hmm. um but yeah they had some cool stuff there too like i really liked their little sound system they had going on there yes i got to try out this new i think it was amazon the echo oh yeah that was that was pretty crazy mm-hmm. i mean it's essentially just like Siri or whatever I can't remember the Android equivalent but they have one as well on their phones that you can talk to and it'll answer any question but the big difference with this Echo is it's like it was like always listening yes um they set that thing to respond to the name Alexa mm-hmm. and you could be well if we had one right now it would be listening to us
1: yes and, and it, it would pop up blue and be like yes what yeah what would you like
0: and i was really impressed because like uh, your friend was showing it off. And, you know, I was like, well, maybe it only understands her or it's got some kind of voice recognition, something, something. And just all of a sudden I was like, well, you know what? Alexa, play the Screaming Trees. There's a really unlikely band that I'm sure you'll have on your network. And then boom, there it is, Mark Lennigan singing to me. Yep. Just like that. And I was like, okay, that's impressive. It wasn't even like a top ten hit by them. It was like deep cut.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty neat. I like that you appreciated their music collection as well, because going to other people's places for Pete can sometimes be difficult. Yeah, because their musical collection somehow involves Justin Bieber and other pop-related people.
0: They were welcome to have that stuff. I mean, it would be more of an issue if they were playing it really loud. That's what I mean.
1: They were like, "Let's play something."
0: Yeah. But that, that didn't happen. And yes, they did have some cool things. And they have a little record co- uh, collection, which was mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, I was a little blown away. They had Tool Lateralis, which I spoke about on this very podcast. Episode 2 is like one of the most impressive songs of the last 20 years. So they have that on vinyl. So that's mm-hmm. that's impressive. That gets points. Mm-hmm. That gets points. But yeah, that was that was a fun. That was Valentine's. No, that was our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Valentine's we spent with my parents. Yes. Or more accurately, with one of my parents, as one of them is very sick. I
1: yeah. think on the mend. But uh, yeah, and they've been real busy, so they ordered in food from a kind of a restaurant in uh, The Path in mm-hmm. downtown Toronto called mm-hmm. Kanga. Um, it was delicious we had these meat pies yeah. and these like spinach or sausage rolls and these garlic yeah. mashed potatoes which has a lot of garlic in them and it was delicious
0: no problem with that
1: um and a cake she had a cake your mom was super cute being yeah all like it's Valentine's Day I here's have a, a cake we never have dessert but I have a cake
0: here's a red cake and so it's also delightful. your anniversary yeah mm-hmm. yeah we've been getting great well wishes from both of our parents which is which is lovely
1: and lots of people you're not active on Facebook, no. but lots of relatives on Facebook, too, have sent us a note.
0: Well, thank you, everyone who mm-hmm. are thinking of us. That's yeah. always lovely.
1: Uh, so, another activity. We just got activity, activity, activity. Um, the Toronto Symphony Symphony Orchestra does these movies at the symphony. Uh, so, what they do is they put up a big uh, screen, and they show a movie, and the score, or the Uh, Soundtrack, yeah. Musical soundtrack is the live Toronto Symphony Symphony Orchestra.
0: Yep. I was looking forward to that. Uh, My first real experience with seeing an orchestra live was many, many years ago. I want to say at the cusp of our relationship starting or maybe just before it. So it's probably been close to a decade now. But I did see, I believe it was called Play, a video game orchestra or something. And it was pretty cool because it was the first time I went to an event that was very expensive and one could say, uh, fancy, but, mm-hmm. uh, everyone in the audience was like my age. Like you could tell that was the target demographic. Um, unfortunately a lot of them were not really well dressed. You had like guys in their, uh, uh, shorts and whatever, sandals and stuff. Um, But it was really cool because you had a live orchestra playing all these classic uh, games like Super Mario Brothers or something. Full orchestra. And the little extra touch was they had a big screen where there was just showing footage of Mario jumping around collecting mushrooms and all that. And it was really really cute. And then it would, you know, boom into the Chocobo song by Final Fantasy, which you are now familiar with. Yep. From hearing it a million times.
1: That's true.
0: Um, Yeah. And a whole bunch of other classics. So... That was, that was a really fun evening. I went by myself and I still had like grin to grin. I really enjoyed it. So, when you suggested, hey, let's do this with uh, the movie Ratatouille, which is a movie you love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I enjoyed these and I, I like Pixar movies. So, yeah, I thought that was a good idea.
1: And it turned out to be an excellent idea. I loved it. Yeah. I found it, was it very, very cool. cool. Uh, so we're very familiar with the movie, so I think both of us at points would kind of not really watch the movie, but more just yeah. focus on what the orchestra was doing, which was kind of neat.
0: Yeah, that's um, that's a bit of a challenge I found. Like, you really have to sometimes drag your eyes away from a screen. Like, it's easy to mm-hmm. just to just watch a screen. It's mm-hmm. the same thing when you're like watching uh, live sports. Yep, you can sometimes just watch the TV and forget, oh, wait, I, yeah. I paid the ticket to watch them yes. actually play. So watch them. Um, so yeah, sometimes I would, uh, my eyes would divert to the screen and I would find myself totally back into just watching movie mode and sort of forget where I was. I think that's uh, showing a bit of the strength of the movie and just Pixar in general. They're, they're very captivating. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, live orchestra also kind of made it more dramatic and made like the feely parts more emotional and the action parts more hectic. You know, it was it, yes. was it was very powerful. Especially when we
1: can watch the percussion guy kind of running from one thing and picking up something else yeah. and then <laughs> going to this.
0: And then a big cymbal crash.
1: <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. So it was really fun. Yeah. Um, and we're going to definitely look into doing that again.
0: Yeah. It got me thinking, and I thought it would be something we could discuss on the podcast actually, is what movie would you love to see the Toronto Symphony Orchestra do one of these things too? Like what what movie has like mm-hmm. such a phenomenal soundtrack that would make you go, oh, that's what I'd like to see next. Um, they're going to be doing Home Alone and that seemed like a pretty cool idea. It's a John Williams soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are the movies that I think I would love to see. Um, first one off the top of my head would be Star Wars. I think Star Wars... Yeah any one of them, maybe Empire, uh, would be phenomenal with the full soundtrack because that's one of the best, most iconic full orchestra soundtracks ever ever recorded. So I think that would be really cool and really enjoyable.
1: I think I would like to see um, Harry Potter. Oh, that's a good call. full orchestra. I think that would be cool. It has, I don't know, the, the theme for Harry Potter is very well known to people kind of my age or maybe even a little bit younger. Um, that's
0: also John Williams, by the way.
1: See, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, the second one is Lord of the Rings.
0: That's that's not John Williams, is it? That would be crazy if it was. Um, but yeah, that's a yeah. good call. It might be a little too long, though.
1: It might be, yeah, it might be really long. We'd <laughs> they
0: need, need two... Uh, two
1: intermissions? Two
0: intermissions for that one. It's a full um, day.
1: Yeah. And yeah, we could definitely stand up and go get a refreshment in the middle of it. But Harry Potter definitely, I think, it would be a lot of fun.
0: I think even more Pixar movies would be cool. Um, we were just watching The Incredibles a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I thought that one really lent itself well to, to an orchestra. I was actually kind of surprised that they picked Ratatouille of all the Pixar movie options, because I remember even coming in with you before we came in. It was like I can't remember like any of the songs. They don't have like an iconic song, and maybe that's what kind of made it interesting. Is it's not it's not just like a, an orchestra playing you know a set. It's not like it. They mm-hmm. just played twelve songs. the The thing about this presentation is there was a lot of like stops. Yep. And then it'd be like a. Boop, 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 boop. And then they would stop again mm-hmm. and like a dun-dun-dun. And then finally we would go into like a song. So it was very sporadic. And I think it's the moments that the orchestra like stopped is when I started my eyes shift back to the movie. And then I was like, oh, wait, I got to watch the symphony.
1: hmm Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that we'll definitely fun. look into doing that again. And for sure, check it out. Because I think it's a really neat introduction to the symphony.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, Roy Thompson Hall, right? Yes. I was... Nice building. Yeah, that's Good the sound. first time
1: I've been in that building, too.
0: Good sound. I can't remember if I've been in there before, but I, I think that was my first time. Did they have a redesign in the last few years? Of that...
1: Roy Thompson Hall? I don't think okay. so. Then
0: I've probably never been there because that interior seemed entirely new to me. Hmm. So, yeah, probably not.
1: So, yeah, I guess next on the list of activities is a trip to Niagara Falls next weekend. Yep. We're going to podcast from Niagara Falls. Oh, we
0: could do that. We could do that like we did in Ireland.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay. Um, we and should do it after
0: like five drinks too.
1: Oh, after the brewery <laughs> tour? Yeah. That would be good. <laughs> just, just
0: add an extra little something to it. Yeah,
1: so, so far we've just booked a brewery tour. I'm going to visit some craft breweries in the Niagara region. Um, and apart from that, just, you know, chill out, relax, go see the falls.
0: Yeah, Um I can only hope it'll be weather like we've been having this weekend, I which agree. is, which has been like, well, first I said it's like May weather, but it's, it's more like June weather right now. And we're, we're in the, in the middle of February. Like what's going on here? Uh, it's okay though. Global warming is a myth. <laughs> yes. Um, and what else do we have? We got uh, one other thing lined up, I thought. For our chat? For our anniversary week. Hang out with friends? Maybe tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hang out with some friends tomorrow.
1: I think that covers most of it. We always get a stack of chocolate, which is the same chocolate that mm-hmm. we had. Purdy's. there Purdy's. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Checked out our wedding book. Saw mm-hmm. some old photos. Mm-hmm. Good times. Good times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, always looking forward to that. All right, uh, uh, is there another thing we did this week we wanted to talk about? Or was that basically it? I'm trying to remember.
1: Mm, I think we wanted to talk about our little waffle and espresso Ah, experience. Ah,
0: yes. Which literally just happened, what, an hour ago? Yes. Literally.
1: So we have been, I don't know how excited you've been. I've been super excited because a restaurant called Starving Artist uh, opened a location on Mount Pleasant.
0: Um the actual most accurate thing to say is we were walking down the street and then suddenly you went oh whoa and i was like what 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 happened what i'm looking around left and right like what is there a car crash like what happened and it's like you're and you're pointing at a sign and you're like look look waffles waffles here there's going to be waffles, and I was like, "Okay, it's espresso and waffles." And I'm like, "I can go for espresso. You can go for waffles. Mm-hmm. Sounds good.
1: Good pairing."
0: And then I talked to some other friends and um, in the neighborhood, and they're really excited about it too. So I, I'm, I guess this is a thing. Uh,
1: yes, and this starving artist has two other locations in Toronto, and they're very popular. And I felt that I recognized the name, but I wasn't entirely sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've kept walking by it and it hasn't been opened, Waiting. Waiting, we've been seeing, you know, things getting set up and finally we saw it was open. Uh, so we decided to check it out and I know that it's popular. Obviously it's opening, you know, other locations. Yeah, it's a chain. Uh, so we tried to figure out what would be like an off time to go. So we kind of snuck in around
0: 4.30. Yeah. 4, 4.30.
1: Yeah. So kind of, you know, maybe... Before any dinner rush, if you have dinner rushes at waffle places. So here's our
0: waffle review.
1: Our waffle <laughs> review. What do you think? <laughs> say that five times fast. <laughs>
0: oh actually we, we went out to a few dinners, I guess, with anniversary week this week. But let's let's concentrate on this place. Starving Artist, what would you rate it?
1: Um like a seven eight out That's, of ten.
0: That sounds about right. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. say seven five. Mm-hmm. Um espresso is good. Mm-hmm. Actually, the the waffles were good too.
1: Yeah, the waffles are really good. Um, I had orange juice, which was from concentrate from concentrate or from a jar of something. <laughs> jar. It wasn't like usually when I get orange juice at a breakfast place, it's, it's like, like, they like just pulpy squeezed it. and yeah. fresh squeezed yeah. and that sort of thing. So that's not what I got. I mean, it was refreshing. Yeah. Um, but the waffles themselves were very good. They have artificial syrup, which I get. Oh. Not everyone can have real syrup. I got it. Um, the fruit seemed pretty good. I had fruit on yeah. my waffle. Yeah. Every dish it looked like, or at least the main dishes, came with mixed greens. Yes, and I like that. And then your other choice of side, which was really nice. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, you went with traditional yeah. waffles. I had the espresso because I had to make sure to hit the two things. Yes. Um, The neat thing is they had like sort of hot dishes or more uh, traditional bar dishes. Um, So what I got was like a BLT, but on a waffle. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, I liked it. Um, Usually, I don't get that excited about places that make like bread toasted all the time. Yeah. Especially to the point that it's like so crunchy or dry that it's just kind of detracts from the whole sandwich. Mm Mm-hmm. So a waffle was kind of nice because it had, like, a slight crunch, but, like, hardly. It was mostly just soft. And it was it was nice. I, I actually liked it. I dug it. Cool. Um, the greens are great. They seem very fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, potato salad seemed kind of like something that's been in a, whatever, a container for a while.
1: Been like bought a somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, nothing special there. Um, but it's worth pointing out also that they they actually serve beer which is interesting and local ones it seems like
1: yes they seem very local and a bunch of local artist art mm-hmm. is up on the wall oh
0: yeah it's being it's a fancy place it's mm-hmm. definitely going for we're cool
1: and modern yes we're hip yeah um yeah so i definitely want to go back and try like a more deserty waffle
0: yeah i'd go back for sure
1: Um, Yeah. And they also have, you know, more like brunch or breakfast things like eggs on the waffle. Yeah. Which I think are served up until like four. Yeah. Uh, So. hmm.
0: Yeah. So the only reason I I mean, it sounds like we should be giving it a higher rating. The only issue I had with it is once again, the music. It's a it's a problem that always happens, that always bothers me. But they are just they're playing not super loudly, but loud enough. They had a big speaker and it was just playing some bad, bad music.
1: It felt to me also that the service was a little uncoordinated. Yeah. Because for, we were there and there were three tables and we were waiting
0: a a a little
1: bit of time to actually put our order in. That's true. And then for it to actually come. And I recognize that they're, you know, making these waffles fresh. That's fine. But if it is like a packed place...
0: Yeah, like all
1: twenty tables going at the same time—that's got to be pretty busy. So I don't know if they'll get more efficient with things. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm a little curious to see how that would work out. Maybe because it was the end of day, their staff had left and they were just on the last few people.
0: Yeah, it did surprise me because what they opened two weeks ago or Mm -hmm. something—like they're new—you would think they would be have a very uh, let's get a customer base growing kind of attitude. Yes. And while we were sitting and eating, we saw five people come in mm-hmm. uh, and wait at the door to be seated. Mm-hmm. And they waited for probably 10 minutes. And then eventually you said you heard someone say, I don't even know if I feel like waffles. And all five of them left.
1: Well, I feel like the woman was at the cash and probably asked them, would you like to be seated? And then there was kind of the pause as all five of them tried to decide if this was what they actually wanted uh, to eat. Okay. So I do think they had been you know, asked because as soon as we walked in, they said, oh, hi, table for two. So that part was quickly done. Okay. And they sit you down with water. Okay. But. Uh,
0: we still waited a little bit to get seated. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the whole time I saw that, I was just thinking, wow, they just lost like $100 right there. Easily. Mm-hmm. Five people. Like mm-hmm. get those people there. Get them sitting before they even decide they don't want to have waffles, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's that place. I want to talk a little bit about, also, we went to the town Crier. Yes. Uh, I think that's what it's called. Yep, I think so. It has a secondary name. This is near the Scotiabank Theater out in...
1: Richmond and John.
0: Richmond and John. It's a, uh, I don't know, it feels like it's well-known, but also not known at the same time like
1: it's always very busy at yeah. like peak hours right yeah.
0: but i always when i first found that place i always felt it was like a cool little hidden thing that i discovered uh totally by accident but yeah it, it seems like it's gotten really um busy or well known or something but anyway it is awesome that place i'm gonna give a nine out of ten.
1: Oh, definitely uh so they boast a number of beers 50 or something 100? yeah yeah. 50 to 100 different types of beers from all over the world
0: across the world yeah
1: uh on tap
0: on tap they have mm-hmm. yeah like 50 to 100 but then they also have bottle selection for like every country
1: mm-hmm. Uh so we always go and kind of you know pick a different beer to try for that day
0: yeah and then that's not it well first of all i don't know what it is about that place i don't know if they have some kind of special refrigeration unit or some kind of super taps but like The beer is more delicious than beer anywhere else for some reason. (laughs) I don't know what they do there, but uh, they're very authentic about it. And it is always incredibly refreshing. But beyond that, the food is also really good, really good. And since we went to Winterlicious, which I believe we talked about on the podcast, which was a bit disappointing, I've been kind of craving, like, where's this really good meal? I want to have a good meal when you go out, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We're not going to McDonald's or Swiss Chalet or just some whatever plain old frozen food warmed up. Yep. I want, like, a chef to, to chef me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me something good.
1: Yeah, and this is maybe the second or third time that we've actually had food at this uh, pub. And it's always been really delicious.
0: Yeah. I've never been disappointed there. And we've gone there probably, uh, me, myself, anyway, I think I've gone Five times now.
1: Yes, but the trick is around the dinner hour, it gets very busy, very busy, very popular. Yeah, very loud. So it's hard to get a spot. So again, we were there off hours. We went after our um, movies at the Toronto Symphony. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were there around you know two o'clock. So maybe after the brunch rush, before the dinner rush, yep. and and got ourselves some really good food.
0: Yeah, the worst part was uh, trying to cash out because they got busy. Mm-hmm. and uh you lost your leftovers for a, p- a point of time and we couldn't find our server to just pay them so we could leave. So, yeah, that was the only only mm-hmm. negative thing about that place, but otherwise mm-hmm. it's it's phenomenal. Yummy. Boom. All right, do you want to hit a couple news stories for this week? Sure. Just to wrap up, I guess, the rest of the podcast.
1: Would you like me to go first? Sure. Cool. So, it was the NBA All-Star weekend.
0: Oh my goodness, it was. Yes. I missed it.
1: We've been very off in following the NBA recently because we used to have an app yes. and it got disabled or something. Yeah, it's
0: the NBA's fault. They've yeah. made it hard for us to watch their yeah, we can't, content. Yeah,
1: we can't be fans anymore. Nope. Um, so as per usual, they had a skills competition. Yes. Uh, so someone named Glenn Robinson third. Nice. Won the slam dunk competition.
0: What team is he from?
1: He's from the Indiana Pacers. Okay. Uh, And I guess his solidifying dunk was a teammate of his was lined up under the net. And then there was the mascot. And then there was one of the cheerleaders. The guy, the first guy was holding the ball. So Mm. he ran up, jumped over all of them, picked up the ball, dropped it down, and then did backwards into the hoop. That was his winning
0: dunk. You're going to need to see this.
1: Uh, also, the guy last year who basically did the sitting in the air ball under yeah. him, so he was involved again. Yeah. And this time what he tried to do was a drone dunk where oh, a no. drone holding a ball oh, no. came up in the air and dropped the ball for him. And then he had to pick up the ball and slam dunk. And he tried that three times and it didn't work. Oh, man. So good try. <laughs> Maybe um you know points for inventiveness, but did not end up.
0: No, if you don't complete, winning. you don't you don't win.
1: So yeah, and that guy's name is Aaron Gordon. So he tried the drone dunk and it didn't work.
0: Yeah, we don't have anyone from Toronto representing these anymore, right?
1: Not for the slam dunk. Yeah, I th- think Terrence Ross did it one year, but yeah, we he just did traded in his him. like rookie year. You just traded him.
0: Yeah, I thought DeRozan um, participated at least for a year.
1: In the slam dunk competition?
0: I believe so, but... Oh, no way. Don't quote me on that. But, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah, so... It's
0: all about Vince, sorry. Vince Carter was our shining shining dunk artist from way back in the Our dunk artist,
1: yes. Um... And DeMar DeRozan played in the All-Star Game. Kyle Lowry was a coach for the Celebrity Game. Oh, yeah. See, all these great uh, things that we can't see or catch up on unless we go online.
0: I remember really enjoying the Celebrity Game last year. It was hilarious because they actually did...
1: It was in Canada. It
0: was here. And so they Mm -hmm. actually did like a Team Canada versus a Team US. So they had Canadian celebrities and American celebrities. Yes. And it was kind of cute that like things like the Property Brothers... We're playing on Team Canada. That's pretty funny. And uh, I think Drake was the coach too, or something ridiculous. Oh yeah, probably. Um, But the funny thing with the Property Brothers is they're twins, Mm -hmm. and uh, one of them was always getting fouls. Like he was constantly getting really aggressive on people, and Mm -hmm. I believe they switched jerseys in halftime. Yep. It's been speculated. I don't know if they've ever went on the record to say it, but <laughs> basically they switch so that the, the guy who's a little foul heavy can continue being aggressive as the different player. So mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty funny. Yes. Go Canada.
1: And uh, I just remember Milos Raonic, who's a very tall tennis player yeah. uh, playing that game, which was easy because he had to jump, you know, an inch off the ground to dunk. Yeah. Um, and the lead singer of the Arcade Fire turned out to be like our greatest basketball celebrity player ever. Well, he was
0: really into it for sure.
1: (laughs) So that was kind of cool too. So yeah, we haven't been able to keep up with it as much as we have in the past. And we haven't even gone to a game this year. We usually hit up one game.
0: Yeah. I don't know what, what happened. Something happened.
1: Yeah. They were doing
0: good this year, but uh, apparently they're on a huge losing streak
1: right now. Mm -hmm. So Come on, guys. Turn it around.
0: Turn it around. I want to see
1: some good playoff action.
0: Yeah. All right. I got a fun story. Okay. This is the only news story that really grabbed me this week. And for once, it wasn't uh, Trump doing something stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's more, this is more of a comment about, I guess, how news stories need to do a better job with their headlines. Because sometimes these headlines are designed in a way to be what is called clickbait. It's mm-hmm. like, what the heck, that happened? And this thing popped up in my news feed. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's huge.
1: News so feed let me, from where? Uh,
0: this, came, this article came from Global News. I can't remember where okay. the news feed was. But okay. like, anyway, I'm just going to read you yes. what it says. Mm-hmm. And you're going to tell me what you think that means. Cool. So the tagline is, Ashton Kutcher testifies before the U.S. Senate committee on human trafficking. Okay. So Astrid Yep. testified about human trafficking. Yes. What does that sound like?
1: Okay, well, now I'm biased because... You
0: know the story? I've seen this story. But doesn't that sound wrong? Doesn't that sound like he is now testifying that he has just human trafficked people? When you testify before the Senate, yes. isn't that usually... That you have done something wrong?
1: Not really. That's pr- testifying is providing evidence mm. for something. But just so I'm going to have to go against you on this one.
0: Okay, you can. But they also <laughs> have this picture of him looking really guilty speaking in front of the, the courts, right? To mm-hmm. accompany it. So I don't know if anyone else went into it going like, what the heck? I didn't know Ashton Kutcher was human trafficking people. <laughs> like I would have never expected that from him. Isn't he that um. guy from the 70s show?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, no, completely different story. I don't know what the headline was where I saw it, but I just watched video clips of his testimony. Uh, he basically runs an organization that develops software to try and find these human traffickers. Yeah.
0: Okay, so here's the difference, all right? Okay. So I read you that yes. that headline. The first paragraph within the article mm-hmm. is Asht- Ashton Kucher testifies before the US Senate. It committee looking for ways to end human trafficking Okay. on Wednesday morning. Right. So if they had put for ways to end uh-huh. human trafficking, that's like the two words that are missing on purpose, I think, you know? All right. You're not going to give it to me. <laughs> I think, I don't know when I saw that and I, I, I even, I'm, I shared I'm too it. I am
1: biased with, already. So already yeah. my brain thinks, no, that's fine. Cause I can picture this story and what happened. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. He, yeah, he really gave, from the video, I think it was, you know, kind of a a powerful message when you think it's Ashton Kutcher and people are like, oh, it's punked and that 70s show and that sort of thing to have him, you know, talk about it. And then he mentions in his video testimony, this is about where the internet trolls tell me to quote unquote, go back to my day job. Yeah. Um, and he says, well, let me tell you what my day job is. I'm owner of this software yeah. company, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. That tries to find these human traffickers. And yeah. for him, it's kind of, you know, a personal...
0: Chairman and co-founder of Thorn Of Thorn. Yeah.
1: And it's kind of a personal thing for him too, because, you know, he has two kids. Yeah. And he wants them to grow up living great childhoods, and that should be a right for every kid.
0: Absolutely. And I still think <laughs> that the article headline could have been phrased in a way that better explained
1: White that, 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 passion, role that, was. <laughs> that
0: passion that he has for it rather mm. than making it like he's now testifying before the court about human slavery. So that's that's my only debate about that. And I thought mm-hmm. that was an, uh, an interesting thing to bring up for mm. just general news and the way they you know they try to grab you. They try to get you to go to their sites.
1: Yes, that I'm is sure news. you see
0: thousands of those in your Facebook, like just constantly clickbait, clickbait, clickbait.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Like, guess what this celebrity did this weekend? They went grocery shopping.
0: Yeah, <laughs> testifies before the court that they were grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's. I mean, it worked. It made yes. me click on it. I was like, "What the there heck? What is Ashton Kutcher doing?" I was like, "No, oh, he's he's doing something good." Yes, that's less interesting, but good for him. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, so that wraps up another ordinary day podcast. Woohoo! Uh, we will continue our adventures of Anniversary Week. Um, like we said before, we'll probably record an episode at the, in a hotel in Niagara I think that would be fun. The only reason it might not happen is we forget or don't record properly because we came from a brewery tour.
1: It's true. You also have a new phone, so we need to see if the recording sounds just as good.
0: Oh, probably sound better. Oh, I can well, only I... imagine it's only gotten better than a phone from eight years ago
1: theoretically yes it should
0: (laughs) (laughs) one would think but yeah we'll find out so uh if anyone has any questions comments topic ideas reactions to things we've talked about please places places
1: places to see in niagara
0: oh yeah you gotta be quick about it uh please send us email ordinary day podcast at gmail.com
1: And we'd like to thank Field Processor for our intro and outro music. And you can find out more information from them and their podcasts at fieldprocessor.com.
0: Exactly. So until next time,
1: take one more for the the road. road.